0: Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. Hey, once again, welcome. We're so glad you're here at Transforming Life today. uh, We started a series a couple weeks ago called This Is Us, and we're going to dive into that here in just a few moments. I want to celebrate real quick before we do that. I I I meant to do it last week. And just totally got sidetracked as that normally happens, and you guys are used to that by now. But, um, but hey, uh, we updated our, our four-year uh, out in there, and you guys enjoy that, right? Uh, it's been a long time coming, many of you were talking about, oh, I remember when that was put in, and then, so this has it's been a long time, so i just going to celebrate some people that helped out uh, with that. Uh, we had some people stay off church one Sunday to rip all the, the carpet out, so uh, so uh, Mike and Michelle, they helped, Michelle watched the kids for us while we were able to, and Mike was, was uh, I'm glad Mike was here, let's just say that, because he, he, he got in, he's a workhorse, and Jason up there, and Austin in the sound booth, they helped out with that, Courtney and Zach tinsley as well and uh and of course my beautiful wife uh we all jumped in and, and it took us a, a little bit to get out but we got it done and then uh tim uh sayers put down the floor in there for us and it looks beautiful good job uh thank you so much for doing that uh several other people helped. yeah you can clap it's okay we're in church you can clap in church but several other people helped as we we, we were like well we're doing the floor we might as well just paint and just do it all and and uh, we did it and <laughs> killed ourselves Almost, but uh, but it was great. But my father-in-law Jerry, many of you know Jerry. Um, he he helped out with that, and Zach also, and uh, and, uh, and Jason was here uh, for some of that as well. And I may be forgetting someone, and you can shout it out if I did. Who's that? Courtney. Yeah, she helped. Okay, I I can't. It was a couple weeks ago, so I've already forgotten it. So that happens. I forget what happened yesterday. Um, so anyway, just want to say you guys are amazing. Thank you uh, for helping us with that. It looks awesome. Um, we got still a little bit more to do with the cafe area to make that a little uh, better for us, but, uh, but it looks beautiful. We, we want that to be a, a space where people can connect and, 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 and just have a time, even before uh, we come into church on a Sunday, have that time uh, to just connect and build those friendships and relationships because those are important and we'll talk about that here in a few weeks as we go through this uh, core values series um, and then also our, our wonderful police officers that come in throughout the week they have a really cool space too to come in and, and enjoy a little break time uh, in their crazy uh, schedule that they have because we, we have a rest stop if you didn't know that we're a rest stop for our Hillsborough County Sheriff they, Come in, and they kind of keep an eye on the place too. So it's a win-win uh, for for everybody. But uh, but yeah, it, it just it looks awesome, and we're so excited for what uh, God is doing uh, with that. But hey, uh, we're we're in this series called. This is us as we talk about who we are as a church, um, you, you know, because we can do a lot of things but not really do anything, right? Uh, we, we, can, we can do a, a lot of things but only do a few things really well and, 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 and then do a lot of things and exhaust ourselves, but we want to laser focus in on what, what it is that we need to be doing to impact the kingdom of God, and, and so we're talking through uh, some core values here at our church. Uh, we started off with the most important thing, and that's God's presence. We value God's presence, Amen. Amen. We value God's presence, and, uh, and, and without it, we, we have nothing. We, we, could, we could talk about all these other core values, but if we don't have God's presence, the other stuff really doesn't matter, and we're not going to get it done. So we talked about God's presence. Uh, last week, Pastor Eric did an awesome job talking about generosity. Aren't you thankful for, for Pastor Eric? Yeah. Um, then, and by the way, I'm thankful. Uh, so he took the teenagers last night to Rock the Universe in Orlando and was out super late. And here he is in church praising the Lord, all tired and everything. Uh, but I'm thankful for him taking it. Uh, Olivia uh, was a chaperone. Um, where is Ryan? Ryan uh, led worship for you guys. And he was out till 2, 30, 3 o'clock in the morning with the kids as well. And Travis Edge, uh, thankful for those parents uh, going and for you guys making memories with those kids. And, and the students that are here this morning, yes, you guys are awesome. Mary Grace, you're awesome. I know you're having sleep, but you're awesome for being here. You probably didn't have a choice. Your mom probably said, you're getting up and going to church anyway. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. You can take a nap later. But, uh, but so thankful for our youth ministry investing in the lives of our teenagers. But, uh, but Pastor Eric did an awesome job last week filling in for me because I had a couple of teeth taken out. I'm still healing up from that. So I'm, I'm going to go for it anyway today. It might sound funny. I might be talking a little funny. That's because there's just air blowing through this one side. There's no tooth there. It's just air. And so uh, if I wince a little bit, it's probably because that's hurting me. But it's okay. We're going to get through it. But I'm excited uh, to talk to you today about another core value called growth. Okay? How many of you want to grow? Right. Uh, many of us say that, and we want to do that, but oftentimes fall short in that, and, and we value growth here at our church, so I want to I talk through that uh, a little bit today, but let me go ahead and pray, and also change microphones, because I realized I still had this microphone in my hand, and didn't, it just, you know, it just happened, but let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for this day. You're so good, God, and uh, I look forward to speaking on growth, because I believe it's your heart's desire that we grow in you, that we get closer uh, to you, Jesus, each and every day not just for ourselves, but so that we can impact the world around us. Because, God, we're a reflection of you. And people need to see you in us. And so, God, I pray that this stirs us, this challenges us, God, that we would learn to grow as we talk about that this morning. In Jesus' name. Everyone said? Amen. There we go. See how easy that was? Just transition. Good stuff. Growth. Hey, anybody as a kid? In school, you had to take a little styrofoam cup and put some soil in there and put little seeds in there and grow. Anybody, anybody remember that? I don't know. They do that much anymore these days? They still do? Okay, good, because I think that's a good thing. I had a neighbor that I lived next to. He had his own little garden in his backyard, so I would go over and borrow seeds for those projects from him, and he would give me all kinds. Of, he would show me, this is this seed, this is, and uh, it was just so cool. Yeah, and so you would put it in the little cup or whatever it is. Someone said uh, zip-hawk bag or whatever, whatever it is your school did. We did little cups. And you would put the soil in there and the seed in there. And you'd water it. And you'd, you'd track it. You'd measure how long the little, the little shoot would get. And, and you would track that and do your little science experiment uh, with that. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, seeds are, are really cool. Uh, some of the largest seeds in the world. One, one would be the coco de merm. It's the seed of a palm tree. It can reach about 12 inches long and weigh up to 40 pounds. That's a big seed, man. Uh, We're we're used to acorns around here, you know, and and we're talking like this is a massive, massive seed. Uh, But it's a dark brown seed, very big. Uh, It's actually protected in some governments uh, because of its uh, rarity. Uh, Jesus talked about a very small seed, and that'd be the mustard seed. The black mustard seed um, was found in present-day Israel. It's approximately one millimeter in length. Uh, There's many other seeds that have, uh, come along since Jesus' day, and uh, they're even smaller than that. Begonias, petunias, uh, wormwoods, they all have even smaller seeds than that. The smallest known seed uh, belongs to a species of jewel orchid, uh, orchid, excuse me, measures a microscopic .05 millimeters, and length. that's super, super tiny, and yet has the potential to grow something very beautiful, right? Uh, some of the most sought-after plants, uh, one being bamboo, uh, very sought after. It's very versatile. It can, uh, it can stand uh, a lot of different kind of weathers and climates. Uh, it can be very expensive. Some people spend as much as $150. Uh, each for a potted bamboo plant, uh, you can just do many different things in your landscape. Uh, as you plant it, it, can become a barrier between your yard and the neighbor's yard. And instead of a fence, it looks kind of cool, you know. And uh, you can do just a lot of different really cool things. But obviously, they can grow really tall and really, really nice. Another one that's sought after is ginseng, right? Uh, some of you may take ginseng. Uh, you may go to GNC and you get some ginseng. You can see it in different foods and different drinks and things like that. But this is a very sought after uh, one as well, Asians have valued ginseng for hundreds of years as a healing herb and tonic um, it, it, it is a very interesting uh, deal but it can be can be very profitable in fact in fact George Washington uh, used ginseng and the profits from ginseng to help fund the Revolutionary War did you know that I did not know that I had to google it um, and so, yeah, really cool, really cool, uh, good stuff, ginseng is something that is really popular, uh, mushrooms are really popular, now, now, some of you, it's not popular, like, for the reason you might be thinking of, you know, you, you, some of you just had a flashback to your high school days, and like, yeah, man, I had some mushrooms, they were really good, not those kind of mushrooms, right, mushrooms to eat, not for hallucinogenic purposes, okay, we don't do that here, um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, Uh, some exotic mushrooms like oyster mushrooms or shiitake, that's another word you got to be careful how you say, Uh, there there was a word a couple weeks ago, Um, but yeah, yeah, those those are are very sought after, and they're really cool because you can grow them indoors without soil. Uh, So yeah, so those are very sought after uh, as well. Around here in the Plant City area, what are we known for? Strawberries, yes sir, I'm excited about some strawberries, Strawberry Festival is a few weeks away. Uh, Pastor Haley is going to talk about it at the end of service, but you can start signing up for our strawberry shortcake booth at the festival. You can start signing up now. So those spots are going to fill up. So if you want to help serve in those booths, you want to take a day off of work, that would be even better. Help us out in the day shift or if you want to work a weekend, our, our TLC youth group is going to work a Wednesday night one week. And, and it's just going to be really good. We're looking to a, an amazing year this year. You guys ready for that? It's going be, we're going to start stemming here in just a few weeks. You're going to hear about that. Help us out with stemming. Uh, if you can take a, a morning off or a day off of work and help us stem. I know some of, the, some of the folks that, yeah, Eddie and Evelyn, I know they'll appreciate that. Some of the other folks that are our faithful stemmers, uh, they'll appreciate that because some days it gets... It gets a little crazy, but um, but it's a lot of fun. It's a fun to, ha- to stem with Eddie and Evelyn as well, because and Roger, they all keep us laughing uh, the whole time, and it's just it's really fun. It's a great way to come together and uh, and connect. But uh, but that's coming up real soon. Hey, my grandfather when I was a kid, uh, he grew uh, his own vegetables. Um, my grand, in fact, my great-grandfather, also um, Linda's uh, father, yeah, uh, w- would grow their own uh, stuff as well. Uh, but I can't remember. We lived on the back of, of my grandparents' property, and, and he would grow corn, and them little red potatoes, and squash, and green beans, and all kinds of stuff. And I can remember, I have fond memories of helping them snap peas. Anybody else do that? A cannon, uh, green beans? Yeah, a lot of folks in the room. Uh, there were many times Mama said, go out in the garden, pick me some, uh, give me some potatoes out of the ground, give me some squash, and we had fresh... Vegetables all the time, and uh, that's just that's what I grew up on. And many of you are getting hungry right now. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Just focus in on what the Lord wants to speak to you uh, today. But it's amazing what can come out of just a, a little seed, right? A seed has great potential. A seed, but but it is only good if it is planted in the ground. Someone say planted this morning. The seed is only good if it is planted in the ground because then it has an opportunity. To grow. It has an opportunity to take root and to grow roots and then to produce fruit from that, right? So I want to talk to you a little bit about that today as we talk about our core value called growth. Turn to Psalm 92, if you will. Today is all going to be about growth. It's all going to be about being planted and being rooted. It's hard for a seed to grow if it's not uh, planted. In in fact, a seed will never reach that potential if it does not get planted. And the same goes for you and for I, spiritually speaking. If we're not planted, if, if we're not taking advantage of that potential that is there in you, you all have potential. You, you have not, not, not potential by worldly standards, but potential through the Holy Spirit and what God wants to do in your life. He has a plan and purpose for you. He wants to do something in you so he can do something through you. But, but it's hard to reach that if we're never planted to where we can grow. Amen. I, I simply, I, this, this is what I want from you guys. I want you to just simply stop just going to church. Stop just, I want you to come to church. Now, don't get the words all twisted. I want you to come, but stop just going to church. I want you to get planted. I want you to get planted. God's highest calling for us was never just to go to church. This is a means to an end. We come to church so that we can grow and we can connect with God and connect with each other and do something for the kingdom of God. But this isn't the stopping point, right? This is a part of the journey that we are all on. So I want to speak to that today. Our calling is to become like Christ. Our calling is to spiritually become strong, to have faith, to flourish, to impact this world around us, to produce some spiritual fruit, love, patience, peace, joy, kindness, goodness, to to produce those things. So here in Psalm 92, verses 12 through 15, it says this, The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. Someone say flourish this morning. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, planted where? In the house of... Of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age, and they will stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright; He is my rock. I love the imagery. I love the metaphors. I love the things that, that they're using um, in this passage. He talks about the, the righteous will flourish. In other words, they, they will they will grow. They will they will grow. They will be uh, spiritually strong. They will have faith, and then the, the old will even bear fruit. Man, I, I love our, our senior saints here in our church. I believe a church is a healthy church when you have those folks. We, we, I want you all to know we value you, even if maybe you don't feel that at times. Uh, oftentimes, a church in their efforts to, to, to grow families and their efforts to reach millennials or young people, um, sometimes you guys get forgotten. And, and I hope you know that we value um, all of you uh, senior saints. You, you all are amazing. We, we need you. All of us younger folks, we, we, we need you. Because here's the deal, guys. Uh, you know, they, they've been through life. They've been through the ups and the downs. In fact, uh, two years ago, before Haley and I got here, when, when we first uh, got here, there was a lot of people that left. And you could look around the room, and it was those of you, those of you that, that are senior adults, senior saints. You were the ones that were st- still here, still planted, still rooted uh, here we, we need you guys. We, we need your generation still. There's a lot that we have to learn, those of you that, that are, are, are younger. There's a lot that we have to learn, and we, we need to learn to rely on them as well. But even as you are old, if you are planted, there's some of those folks, they're prayer warriors. They may be older, and they may feel like their, their bodies don't move as fast as they would like to, but they'll pray the pain off the walls. They'll pray the pain off, they will pray for you in a heartbeat. You can go to them, and they're they're some of the most generous people we have in our church. And there's a lot that we can learn from them, and grow from them. Unfortunately, so many people don't experience these things, these products of growth. So many people don't get to experience that. So many people are not flourishing, they're spiritually dry. Many, Many are not thriving, they're emotionally withered. Many are not connected They're relationally barren. Many are are, are not prospering. They're financially stressed. Many are are not fulfilled. They're still searching for something that matters. And in the passage here, it used two different types of plants. It talks about a cedar, the cedars of Lebanon, and it talks about the palm tree. The cedar, in Solomon's time, was was a very valuable building tool. They would use it to build beams and columns and roofs for, for centuries, it was an attractive material. And it had a pleasing aroma. If you've ever had a, a gerbil, uh, if you're a kid or you're a parent, you ever had a gerbil in the house or you ever had a hope chest that was made of cedar. It, 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 smelled, it has a certain smell to it. It's, it's a pleasing aroma. The, the palm branch was a symbol of triumph and victory. The Romans awarded Olympic champions uh, palm branches. So before we got gold medals, they would receive a, a, a palm branch. When Jesus entered Jerusalem and what we know as the triumphal entry, what well, they lay down before him? Not the red carpet, they laid down... Palm branches. It was a symbol of victory and, and of triumph. Uh, both of these things are a symbol uh, of thriving and, and producing, uh, not just certain times. These weren't seasonal things. They would produce all year long. They were, they were a flourishing uh, plant. And you need to look at your life today as a seed. Each and every one. Look at your life as a seed. And each one of those seeds, each one of your lives has potential. It has potential to grow. It has potential to produce something that God... I mean, you certainly could produce a lot of things, but spiritually speaking, what God wants you to produce, it has the potential to do incredible, amazing things. It has the potential to grow, to multiply, to thrive, to bear fruit. But it also has the potential to be unfruitful. It also has the potential to lay dormant, unproductive, and barren. A seed can only grow if it is planted. It can only grow if it is planted. Jesus shares a parable in Matthew chapter 13. And he talks about, he, he talks about a farmer throwing seed out. And he talks about how some of that seed's going to fall on a path and it's never going to take root because it's not, it's not landing in any soil. He talks about uh, some seed uh, going and landing in shallow soil. And, and not really, it, it would grow, but it would wither and die. It wouldn't it wouldn't produce anything. And then he talks about seed that lands in good soil, where the roots had an opportunity to grow, and to grow down deep, and for that, that plant to produce uh, something. Here at Transforming Life Church, we value growth. We want you to grow. We want you to grow. We want you to flourish. We're all on a journey to find our place and our purpose. All of us. Each and every one of you. And we want to help you along. One of Haley and I's passions is to come alongside of people and say all right what, what are you passionate about what, what is it that, that you feel God is is wanting to, to lead you to in, in your life because a lot of people you, you might be eager just to serve and to jump in somewhere we want you serving somewhere where you're passionate because it's there that you're going to grow and you're going to flourish and we want there, there, there's some places that Haley and I want you in that's going to stretch you a little bit. Okay? So, 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 so opportunities where you're going to grow in, in the gifts that God has. So, so we, we want to help come alongside you and help you discover that and then grow in that as well. I know I probably didn't do a good job of this when we did it. Um, when, when we first came in, there, there's some things that we, that we cut out. And, and I hope you hear my heart with this. We didn't do it because we didn't value it, because we absolutely do. But well, we took Sunday school out, Okay. Um, it wasn't because we don't believe in Sunday school. I grew up in Sunday school. I, I learned about um, all the books of the Bible. I learned all the stories of the Bible. I learned, I learned about the history of Israel, Abraham, Isaac, and, uh, and Jacob. I, learned, I, I am a product of Sunday school. It's not that we don't value. We were simply coming in just trying to get people to come to church again. right? And, and, and then also, those things take people... To run, we people to do, we, we have, I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm going to just get real transparent right now, okay, so if it offends you, I'm sorry, not really, but we have a hard enough time getting people to serve in the nursery, and in kids' church, and things like that, we got people pulling double and triple duty, uh, Courtney is over our prayer team, but she's also over kids' junior, and she's, <laughs> Also, helping out in first impressions. That should never happen. There's a bunch of people in this room. That should never If you're not serving somewhere, you should be serving. So that's a way to get planted. Right? That, that should never happen. So we have a hard enough time getting people in certain areas. And then there's a lot of people that still want Sunday school. But Miss Louise can't teach all the Sunday schools. Even though she's amazing at it. She's only one person. I'm not going to be the one teaching the Sunday school. Because if I'm in there teaching Sunday school and then you want me to come in here and bring my best on Sunday morning to preach, I'm not going to be the one teaching Sunday school. Okay? So we need people to do We just simply needed to get people excited about church again. Now we're going to start adding layers and layers on those foundations. Uh, we've got small groups going on right now that are doing really well. And, uh, and, and we're trying to get Wednesday nights growing and it's doing really well. And we're, we're just trying to get people back to church if you're new here, we went through a season of, of transition and there was a season where a lot of people left. And, and we're just simply trying to get and we'll start building layer upon layer upon layer. It's going to evolve. It's going to change as, as we grow and as we get more people to do more ministry. Does that make sense? Everybody hear my heart with that? It's not that we're against Sunday school or anything like that. We just we're trying to get people back to church. Right. Um, and so you can be a part of that by doing what? By inviting people to church. All right. Let's move. Get planning. Get planning. Part of all that is getting planted, getting planted, getting involved, not just being. Uh, we, we, you can't just come to church and sit on your blessed assurance and, and just come to church and be a pew warmer. That, there's nothing, that, that, that's, that, you're not going to be satisfied with anything that we do here. That, uh, can I just be real honest? That's That's boring. Um, that's boring. Get involved, get planted, get rooted so that that your roots have a chance to to get down deep in that good soil so that you can grow and be everything that God is calling you to be. Those who are planted here, uh, they will flourish. You will grow. You will do some amazing things for God. Going to church is not the same as being planted. Going to church, if you're just going to church, that's going to church when you can. That's going to church when I, I... So busy, everybody's busy, okay? That's not a good excuse. Everybody's busy, okay? Everybody has things to do. Church cannot be something else that's on your list of things to do. It cannot be just, and, and I know, I, well, pastor, I know, I don't have to go to church. To get, I, here's the problem. We have, you can go online and, and watch a ton of sermons. You can go on vid, uh, um, YouTube, and you can go to podcasts, and you can listen to any sermon anywhere in the world at any time. Of the day. And the problem is we have too, too much going on so people. Uh, and that's good. That's good, but we still need to come together. The Bible tells us not to forget the assembling of the saints because it's powerful when we come together to worship. It's, it's a picture of heaven. We're going to do that one day in heaven. We might as well practice right here and now, right? And, and so it's still important for us to come together. This is a place where we grow. and We grow together, okay? But it can't just be a part of everything else that we do. It can't be, I'm not going to church because I'm tired. Eric's tired today. He's here. Come on. Right? They were out late last night with the teenagers. We gotta stop giving in to when they have the kids' baseball games and stuff like that. Years ago, they didn't have that stuff on Sundays and on Wednesdays. The Church got silent. We just went with the flow. We were never meant to just go with the flow. Maybe if we spoke up, I'm much more concerned with my kid's spiritual life than his ability to hit a ball. Yeah, it can produce something. Yeah, maybe he can go on to college and his chances of becoming pro or so. Even though he really wants to, he, he, Dad, I'm. A, I'm sorry, Kelly, I want to go to Florida, I want to be a Gator, I want to play, he wants to play football, I want to be a pro, man, I'm like, all right, well, some things are going to have to change, some things are going to have to change, you need some deliverance back there, Kelly, is that what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, church can't just be, because here's the deal, families, moms, dads, if it's just a, another thing in the to-do list, if it's not a priority now, it never will be. And it needs to be. It's important. See, there's a difference in, in, in just going to church and being planted. When you're planted, that there's never a question saying, hey, should we go to church this weekend? That's never a question. That's not vocabulary that's used. It shouldn't be vocabulary that's used in this Place, it's not vocabulary that should be used in your family. Hey, should we go? Are we going to church? No, planet doesn't have that vocabulary. God's church isn't a part of our lives, it is our lives. It should be our, this whole thing, us following Christ and us coming uh, to a relationship with God and connecting, that should be our life. That's what's supposed to happen. When you say Jesus, come heart, be the Lord of my life, you are giving Him control of your life, so that everything He says that you do, you are following Him. He's not just another little part of it, like everything else is. That doesn't that doesn't value it. That 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 that, that demeans it and it makes it lesser than what it's supposed to be. And you might say, well, Pastor, you know, you're supposed to be here. Well, yeah, but. But even if I wasn't here, we would still be a part. When I was a teenager, I was at the church all the time. Whatever they had going on, even when I was probably not living the way I should be, I was, I was still always there. Even before I knew God had that calling on my life, we were, still, we were there all the time. Make it a part of your life. Stop just going to church. Get planted. Some go to church, some go to church, and they'll experience God's presence, and it'll be all, ooh it feels good, you know? Get those Holy Ghost shakes. Yeah. It feels good. You know? But then only to months and a few years down the road, you're not connected. Not not even, you're barely going. Maybe you don't even really know what you believe. There's no joy, there's no passion, you're spiritually shaky. You've become a CEO Christian, a Christmas and Easter only Christian, right? Nothing really changed. It was just an encounter. It was just a one-time deal and it felt good. But nothing really, you didn't get planted. Someone that, that gets planted, they have an encounter with God and it shakes the very core of who they are. It shakes everything out of them. It changes their whole life. It becomes, God becomes their life to the point that months and years down the road, they're living in victory. They have joy. They have passion. They have peace. They have purpose. Their marriage is... is maybe at times there's ups and downs, but their marriage is flourishing. Their finances are flourishing. Their spiritual, their walk with God is, is strong. Their faith is strong. Life is not perfect, but, but they're, they're still growing. Because they got planted. It changed them. It did something. And maybe they're even leaders in the church, or maybe even staff. Something was different. It's different from going to church and being planted. Church is not a place to go. This is, again, this is not the destination. This isn't the end of where we're going, right? This is a part of the journey. It's more than just a building. You are the church. You are the church. Your life is a seed, and in order to grow, you have to be planted. You have to be planted. So here's what happens when you're planted. Here's what happens. Your roots, they grow deep. Your roots, they grow deep. Look look at Jeremiah 17, 8. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach down into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. The redwoods in Northern California. These are some of the largest living trees on earth. Uh, Some reaching up to 30 stories high, three stories wide. They have lateral roots that stretch out 100 to 150 feet. And they intertwine with the other trees. And they literally hold each other up. Because each tree needs each other. Each tree needs each other. And the same grows for us. When we get planted here, we begin to grow. And and, and we have to learn to live. We are better together. And when our roots begin to grow together and we begin to be the church that God is calling us to be, uh, nothing can shake us. I I don't know that you realize. That the church should be the most powerful force on the planet, and we'll do that when we allow our roots to, we allow to be planted and our roots to grow. Here's the deal: what's going to happen is, is, the church might feel amazing. You might, you might come in and have an amazing day here in church. But guess what's coming? Monday's coming. No one likes Mondays, right? Monday's coming. Your week is coming. You're going to face trials, right? You're going to face trials. You're going to face issues. You're going to, you're going to be around people. People are difficult, right? Because none of us are perfect. And people can be difficult. And you're going to go through the week and be physically and mentally and emotionally and even spiritually drained. Right? You need to be planted and rooted in church so that you have something there to support you throughout the rest of the week. Because here's what we do. We meet together. We gather together here on Sunday morning, right? Uh, We have small groups on Sunday night. If you're not in a small group, it's not too late. You can still join up at any time. And they're really awesome, okay? They're really good. Join. That's the way to grow and connect outside of, of the church. Monday night, the ladies have a Bible study that goes on. In Harrell Hall, they have that, that going on on Monday nights. Tuesday morning, there's a Bible study. It's not just for the senior adults. Anybody's welcome to come. Most of them are senior adults because they're retired. And that's okay. If you've got a day off on Tuesday morning, come. 10 o'clock next door. Sometimes they cook, and it's really good. Sometimes they invite their pastor because they love him. And I love them back. And I appreciate that. I feel really special. Wednesday night, we have our midweek service. Come and be a part of that. It's another chance, another opportunity to grow. Right? Sometimes we have events and things going on on a Friday night or a Saturday night. There are things we we have our, our Facebook um, group that you can post uh, prayer requests on there, or, or hey, if you if you if you need a job, you can post on there and say, hey, I'm looking for a job. Anybody in the church? Hey, I need uh, I need a trailer. Anybody got a trailer? I got to haul some stuff. Hey, I need help moving, and, and we can connect. Uh, through that. If, if you were sick or something happened, you missed Sunday morning, you can go back and look at all of our sermons on Facebook, and you can watch them through. Um, you can go on our website, you can listen to uh, um, the message online. There, there there are, you have no excuse, really, not to be connected and planted and rooted here at church. Okay, there, There's no excuse, really. Get planted. You are a seed. You have potential, but that's only going to grow if you will get planted. The only one who wants you to believe that you don't need church, that's the devil. Because he wants you isolated. He wants you off by yourself so he can get in your head. And so that he can get in the way of what God wants to do uh, in your life. All of these things are means to help you learn how to pray. How to read God's word. How to connect to God. Through all these different ways. That's, that's, that's what these times do. In our small groups, those are great times to ask questions. And it did, we, we've been in our small group, we, we've been having some really great discussion and, and diving deep on some really foundational things for people. And it's been and I've heard great stories from the other groups. And, and, and those are the times to really dive in. The women's Bible study and the Bible study on Tuesday. morning. Those are great times to, to ask those questions and to really dig deep into God's word. But when you grow those deep roots, your roots produce fruit. You will produce fruit. Jeremiah 17:8, with roots that reach deep into the water, such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Such trees are not bothered by the heat. You're gonna face some heat in your life sometimes. You're gonna face some trials. Cars are gonna break down. Ours did. We were without a car all this week. We were all getting up super early. We're not morning people. It was stressful. We're we're tired. (laughs) But stuff happens. Things break down. Things happen in your life. The heat's going to come. But when you are rooted, when you are planted in in, in God and in, in the things of God, those things may come, but they don't destroy you. You have strength to overcome and to get through when the drought comes, when you feel like nothing's happened and you feel like there's a dry season that you're in in your life, you know, you can still praise through and still be planted and not be moved, not be shaken, not be bothered, not be rattled, still producing fruit, still producing love, still producing joy, still producing peace. Many people might look at you and say, man, you you just suffered some loss, but you're happy still. What is that? I need some of that. Well, that's the power of God in your life. That is the Holy Spirit working some peace in your life. You'll be able to produce patience and kindness and goodness. Sometimes when you're rattled and you're shaken, it's hard to be happy. But when you're rooted, when you're planted, you have that through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the thing is, the fruit is not just for you. Because what happens is things like love overflows to other people around you. Things that happen are joy. It will spread to others. It's contagious. Peace is attractive. Kindness will bless others. Faithfulness strengthens relationships. I want you to discover the thrill of being used by God. I want you to discover the fruit of being planted and rooted in God and what He will do in your life. Because when God starts using you, it's it's contagious in your life. It gets exciting. You start to see God answer prayers. You see God start to do some signs and miracles and wonders in your life. You start to see some things happening in people around you. And guess what? It's like Christian crap. You get hooked. You get addicted. You want to continue to do good works. You want want your roots to continue to grow. You want to keep going and going and growing and growing. And you want some more and you want some more. And and you're willing. You'll be here at the church all the time. You'll come in. You'll be the one up here in the front worshiping God. Because you simply want more of God. That's what it means to be rooted. That's what it means to be planted. Stop going to church. and Get planted. Get planted. And If you if you don't feel like you can get planted here, there's other churches in town. No harm, no foul. We'll help you find another church because um, it's about the kingdom. It's not about our church. We just want you planted somewhere. And we get that. We understand that. Get planted. If you really expect to get through those trials in your life, if you really expect to be able to get through that heat or get through that drought, if you expect to defeat the powers of darkness around you, going to church once a month is not going to work. If you expect to to grow in your purpose, if you expect to to be everything that God is calling you to be, one time a month is not going to cut it. One day a week is not going to cut it. This is meant to be our life. When we come to Christ, it's meant to be our life. Give our life to Him. Got to be planted. There's some that spend more on coffee than they do giving to the work of God. There's some that spend more time on Instagram than they do serving in the church. There's some that have tried and said, you know what, it didn't work. Well, guess what? Trees don't grow overnight. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time for those roots to grow. It's gonna, we, we live in this microwave society. We want it this way, we want it our way, and we want it now, right? And it doesn't work that way. It takes time. Growth takes time. The roots take time to grow and to get planted. But stay in it. And that's why we need each other. Because there's going to be times where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. There's going to be times where you're like, I'm trying this. I really am. But I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. And that's, that's why we need to come together. That's why you need to be planted. You grow where you are planted. You need good soil. God wants to do a work on your heart. Right? You need good soil. Let him do that. Grow. A plant needs light to grow. We have god 's word as, as a light in our life. You need water for a plant to grow. Jesus is our living water. Some plants need the right temperature. Man, you need the fire of the Holy Ghost to burn in your life. Some plants, most plants need time to grow. Best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Next best time for you is today. Let 's grow, let 's get planted. Worship team, you guys can come up. The rest of you, if you'll stand with me this morning. Maybe there's some of you in the room today. Maybe you feel like, you know, I really do want to grow. Maybe maybe you've tried. Maybe you've failed. Which, by the way, failure is, is okay. Failure is a part of life. It's what you do with that failure that matters most. Failure doesn't have to be final. Failure is a part of growing. It's what you do with that. If you allow failure to cause you to just throw in the towel and be done, then, then you'll never grow. Nothing will ever happen. But if you say, you know what? Yeah, I failed. But I'm going to get back up. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep growing. It hurts. It hurts sometimes. But I, but, I, but I know I have to do that to keep growing. Failure's okay. What's okay is not to stay in that failure. But maybe you've tried. Maybe you've tried doing some things. And, 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 and the problem a lot of times is that we, we try to do things in our own strength. We will we, we'll, it's it's foolish for us to try to grow in God and grow in the spirit when we're trying to grow in our flesh. It's not going to work. It's a spiritual fight that we're in. So it's going to take spiritual things for us to grow. So you can't do this on your own. You're not going to be able to grow on your own. So quit trying. Quit trying to control your life. Quit trying to control everything. Let God control it. But for many of us, you might be trying to grow and, and, you, and, you, and you feel like you keep falling flat on your face and you keep trying, you keep trying. and, and you, uh, Here's the thing. You might need to do some things different. In, in the counseling world, there's, there's a, a, a typical analogy that's used. So there's a man, he's walking down a road and he sees a hole and he falls in that hole. Same man walks down that same road. He knows the hole is there, so he tries to avoid the hole. So he walks around the hole, but somehow still ends up falling in the hole same man walks down that same road tries to jump over the hole still falls in that hole finally the man decides i'm going to take a different road finally i'm going to change some things finally i'm going to do something different if you're in the room and you're trying to go trying to grow but you keep holding on to some of the same things in your life, maybe it's time to let some of that go. Maybe it's time to do something different. Maybe it's time to stop doing it your way and do it God's way. Maybe it's time to do something different. Can you bow your heads and close your eyes this morning? Many of you, you simply just need to give your life to Christ. Maybe you've never given your life to Christ. Maybe you've never said, God, uh, you know, please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Maybe you need to do that today. In a few moments, I'm going to give you that opportunity. Maybe there's some of you, you need to stop taking the same road that you've always taken and take a different road and do something different and quit doing things your way and do things God's way. Maybe there's some of you in the room, you are growing. Can I encourage you? Keep going. Keep growing. Keep pressing in. Keep modeling for the rest of us what that is and what that looks like. There's always more of God. Don't don't become complacent. Even when it seems hard, keep going, keep pressing, keep reaching after God. We have more options now than ever before. Think about the early church. They didn't even have the Bible like we have it today. They had the Old Testament. They had their stories that they passed on to each other. Yet they were powerful. Yet they were going and seeing people uh, by the hundreds and by the thousands giving their life to Christ. They were seeing people saved, set free, and delivered and filled with the power of the Holy Spirit by the hundreds and by the thousands. Can we long for that to happen today? We have more options today than what the early church did. Yet, we're still struggling to get planted. Can we stop just going to church and get planted? Because your life Your seed is the potential to grow and be something incredible for the kingdom of God. Can you allow yourself to be planted, to grow roots, to grow some faith, to grow some spiritual fervor, to grow a spiritual backbone, to be able to stand up for truth in a culture that constantly denies it? Can we grow? Can we grow? Can we stop playing? Can we stop just going to church? and get planted so that we can flourish, so that we can grow and be everything that God is calling us to be. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like more info about our church, if you'd like to make a donation to our ministry here at Transforming Life, go to www.tlchurchpc.com. If you haven't been to our church yet, we would love to meet you. Come by for a life-changing experience. God bless.